What's happening, Dojo Clan? Welcome to another episode of Dojo Life with Chong and the Boss. It's your boy, Chong Ali. And in this episode, we bring to you the one championship featherweight and lightweight champ, the situation himself, Mr. Martin Nguyen. This episode was recorded on Tuesday the 21st of November and only yesterday, which was Wednesday, one championship officially announced that Martin will indeed be fighting for a third strap as he faces the bantamweight champ, Mr. Bibiano Fernandez. Guys, please bear with me for the dodgy core quality. Um, I've really got to figure this setup out. I'm not quite there yet with the whole um, phoning in business, but um, I've tried everything I can to improve the sound and make it listenable. But I do apologize, guys. I'm going to figure it out. I'm determined to get my black belt in podcasting. So um, let's get into it. Episode 38 with Martin Nguyen. Double joke, like, like, like. Right, awesome. Shall we get, give Martin another better, go? Better get Martin on the phone. Yeah. Let's go. Damn, this guy. Martin Yorn. How good is that, right? We got him before he was famous. Before he was like dual division champ. I'm trying to do this. He might not be ready for us. No. Yo! Martin, did you need more time? I don't want to say Maybe. I can call Mac. Yeah. Martin, do you want us to call you back, bro? Yeah, the boys. What's going on, man? Yeah, <laughs> up, baby. <laughs> did, did you want us to call you back? Are you good? Nah, it's all good, man. All good, all good. You putting the little ones to sleep? Nah, nah, they're running on my phone, bro. I'm going to sleep anytime soon, man. you got to negotiate this, Martin. you got to take yeah, them down. Right. My, my negotiating powers have fucking dropped ever since I've become a champ. Oh man, you know, getting back into the saddle, man. We just uh, all we keep on talking about and seeing online is this is this this guy called the situation. <laughs> I heard he's not that great. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. He's he's got a belt for each shoulder, man. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty epic, dude. <laughs> Martin, has been has been a a couple a week or two um, after after the big event. Um, you've been on a, a few shows. How are you feeling? Man, it's like um, I can't I can't keep up with all the messages. I'm getting messages left, right, and center. Oh, that's unreal. People, people still congratulating me. Um, it's still so surreal, man. Like I haven't I haven't seen any of my coaches. Um, since the victory that both been on um, holidays still, so um, <laughs> we still we still got to celebrate, man. And um, how are we out, bro? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say to be honest, man. Because it's like a dream come true, you know. Yeah, for sure. You, are you coaches on holidays because uh, they need a holiday from yourself or from the training <laughs> session or what's yeah, it? They want, to, they want to get away from me now. <laughs> <laughs> the coaches um, he, he extended his trip from Manila down to Boracay over to Vietnam. Oh, sick! Mate. Yeah. And my other coach, we came back to Sydney together, and then like three days later, he went to New York. So. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, they, they've, done the, they've done the split for me. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Martin? What are you doing to wind down after all that training? Well, I had a week off as mandatory at our gym to um, then be suspended from the gym, so you're not allowed to go into the gym for a week. It's yeah, right. Your own family time, rest time. So yep. The whole week of last, the whole of last week, I um. Suspended with family, man. It felt weird going straight home from work, and you know it's still day, and you, know, you still got all the time with the um, the family. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just chilled with the fam, and um, yeah, caught up on a bit of housework here and there. 
<laughs> just doing push-ups, watching highlights. Yeah, man, just, uh, no, I didn't even do one bit of training, man. Really? Yeah, just this week I'm back. I, I had my first day yesterday. Oh, good for you, man. I couldn't wake up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> did your wife, like, make you, like... I've done my second session today, so it was good. Nice, man. Did your, uh, did your wife, like, make you do, like, a lot of house chores, like, fixing the leaky tap and all that sort of thing? Nah, man, nah, nah. She, she's good like that. Nah. She, um, we just spend a lot more time together as family. We actually had dinner together. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, she just got ordered it. Like, we just put the kids to bed. It was like I was there all the time, so... And I was getting in her head sometimes. She'd be like, wish stuff. I would go back to training, but. Was she like, man, watch the kids. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you doing here, man? Why don't you go back to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, so at work now, do you got people rocking up asking for autographs? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not that famous. Um, <laughs> um, no, nah, but um, a lot of people through work they still follow me. Um, they congratulate me when they come in. It's like with mates of mine and that as well. So, um, yeah, man, it's just it's just so surreal. But I'm back at work and doing the same old thing as what I was doing. Oh. And, you know, going on with my life. That's awesome, man. That's life is like um, just for another day, bro. It's not it's not like everyone's coming up to me for signatures or anything, man. So, that <laughs> can never happen. <laughs> not in Australia, anyway, eh? Yeah, not in Australia. But I swear, I was, I'm getting all these messages. From people overseas, I'm like half the time I'm gonna Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's so what's gonna be next? Are you gonna go overseas, do some seminars and and whatnot? Nah. Um, okay. So, what's next? Uh, my next flight is booked. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They wanted it early January, but I couldn't. So, um, my next flight is booked. Uh, it's booked semi-early next year. Uh. And it's a massive fight, man. Go on. Massive fight. So you're gonna you're gonna have three belts strapped around you, or what's the story? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Oh, yet, that's not a no. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, how was the weight it's cut? Not, it's not a no. It's not a yes. Oh, I like it. I like it. You heard it here first on the yeah. Dojo Live podcast. <laughs> it's definitely on the agenda, but um, whoever won the championship will offer that. Uh, later on, we don't know, but um, my next fight is massive. So. Yo, do you want me and uh, me and Shen to put the put the uh, pressure on them or what? <laughs> yeah, bro, hundred percent. All right, bro, I got you, man. Get the day life boys. On All right, bro, that's right. right, I got you, man. Oh, we, we might come along with the Go GoPros, <laughs> follow you around. Yeah. <laughs> How was the um, weight cut when you um, when you're fighting up at, with Edward um, for lightweight? Yeah, for lightweight. Did, was there any pro like? Did you have any issues like training with the the size this time around or? Dude, it was like, honestly, during like in the lead up to the fight, um, up until the fight, I thought I'd had no problems. Um, but I was like, man, like all week I was waiting. Like, when you step on the scale, everyone's stripping down to um, their undies and even nude at times and weighing in and they're just making weight. And here's me, I'm like, thong, socks on, <laughs> tracksuit pants, I had a bag with my charges and my jumper, shorts and my bag and I had my hat and shirt on fully clothed on the scales and I'm like 73, 74 oh, what? and they're like they're, they're all laughing at me because I'm like fully fully clothed fully hydrated and stepping on the scales you know damn and that's I'm, awesome I'm stripping down um, but yeah come up to fight night I, was, I woke up that fight day morning I was 71 kilos whoa yeah but I was eating like a pig over there I was like <laughs> chilies we had buffet breakfast <laughs> Man, I was eating everything I can over there at night, and then, um, yeah, come fight, fight a day, I was 71 kilos, and I heard down the grapevine that, um, 
Edward was around that 77, 78 mark. So oh, shit. Um, he, had, he had six to seven kilos on top of me. And, um, Whoa. You know what? I didn't, during the fight, um, I didn't, it didn't play too much on my mind, but copying a few leg kicks, I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> What about the like? Um, there was a little bit of grappling that, um, well, a little bit of wrestling that you initiated. Like, did you feel the sh the size and the strength difference at all, or because it didn't look yeah, like you were in trouble at all? No, no. To be honest, man, I felt I I typically felt like I was stronger than him when holding the the my underarm by double underhooks. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was landing a few knees here and there. I got a few knees in, and other times part of the um part of the clinch work as well. But um, in terms of even when he went for the, the judo throw, I seen it coming, so I, just, I, I pulled back and yeah. done it. Yep. Yep. And he went on the ground. I was like, even when I was on top, man, I felt like he was just holding on for dear life. So I was like, man, I need this on the ground. I need to finish this on the ground. Because yeah. I felt I was more dominating on the ground. Even though it was only that 10 to 30 seconds of having the clinch and being on the ground, I felt like I was much stronger than him. Yeah, right. Um, but in terms of strikes, he was like, yeah, he was, he was going all out with the strikes there. I was just pacing myself throughout the fight, just trying to read, read it and get used to the spinning, get it, let him get it out of his system yeah. and have that little dump of tiredness from throwing so many strikes and yeah. that's when I was turn it up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I timed it perfect in the second round, man. Yeah, of course. I read somewhere that you said initially you were going to go for a takedown. Was that yeah, right? So, um, even during fight camp, like people who threw like spinning back kicks, yeah, like it's just an initiation of stepping to the side, grab the leg, and pull it down for like a single. Yeah, same top, same top game. Um, man, throughout fight camp, I was pulling it off like crazy, and oh. I don't know. In, in that in that fight, it was meant to happen, man. Just instinct came in, and I just threw that right hand. Um, but a couple of times before that, he threw the spinning back kick, and I just timed it well, and I just stepped to the side. Yeah. And I'm like, in my head, I was like, oh, fuck, I just let the opportunity go, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the second time when he threw it, I was like, I was ready, so. You know, um, I think you initiated the spinning back kicks first, right? Because I, I remember one part in the fight where you threw the, the spinning back kick and he immediately <laughs> replied with a spinning back kick. <laughs> I swear to God, I felt like my groin was going to rip in half. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, look, I don't, I don't like to take risks, but um, like it was just that feeling out period and I was like, you know what, he's circling that way, I'm just going to throw it. And I just missed his chin, man. Yeah, you landed on his chest or shoulder or something, right? Yeah, it was just, just like underneath his chin on his chest and I was yeah. like, wow, man. The first time ever I threw it. And then, and then he immediately threw one back. Yeah, he threw one back. Yeah. Like I just started laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> he got angry. That's a signature move. Yeah. Um, I know, I've, I've been watching some of your other fights, like your fight against Lee Kai Wen and a few others, and um, progressively I've been watching your striking. Your striking has like gotten sharper and sharper as you go along. Have you done anything different over the last two years? Um, look, uh, with, my, with my striking coach and my striking coach, um, shout out to my striking coach, Chrysler. Shout out. He wants the credit, but um, <laughs> I've got to see who's the one that's the He's, um, honestly, man, he's very patient, man, and very, very talented when it comes to um, the striking department. And, um, yeah, as I say, he, he stayed patient with me. We, we worked on things. Some things didn't work. Um, other things worked and we progressed from there man it's just 
every single fight, man, we've progressed even more and more, and um, I'm getting much, much more confident in my um, in the striking department. But I always like I have that fallback on the, the grappling department. So it's yeah. being a complete mixed martial artist, you know, so you're not always one-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the striking department, in terms of that man, he's um, he's he's brought me from a guy that doesn't. Like just threw bombs, <laughs> throw a jab, a single jab to man. I was like, time from timing to footwork, man. He's, he's built like a, a complete striker, you know. So I'm very, very happy, happy and grateful for that. Man, I was going through your fight record. It's an impressive fight record, and it's and it's got the the one loss on there avenged in um, fashionable style. <laughs> but since you've been in one championships since uh, the initial loss from Marat. Um, Garugov, Garub, Garub, Rob, Garub, Um You've had TKO, TKO, technical submission, KO, KO, KO. Nothing's gone past the second round. Dude, nothing was going past the first round. <laughs> you know, that Gaffrov fight, I was like, man, we've got to pace ourselves now because it's five rounds, you know? Uh, I guess, you know, it's a championship, you know. I guess yeah. second round is okay. <laughs> got to give the fans a little bit, eh? That's right. Yeah. They've had a lot of money. <laughs> man, I, like, the, every single fight, I can, man, I, I always, even every single fight, it might start off slow, but I, I adapt, I adapt, and I step it up from there. Um... Every fight camp, I always look for the finish, no matter what. Yeah. Um, I don't like... I've seen people go through hard fight camps, man, and it's gone down to the judges, even to the split decision, and I know how heartbreaking it is, man, like, just going, watching it go through their eyes. I'm like, man, I don't want to leave anything um, to the judges in this fight. It's either him finishing me or I'm finishing him. Yeah, it's unreal. That's it. That's unreal. Um, for this fight... <laughs> When you were obviously in the change rooms getting ready, were your nerves any different compared to your um, last couple of fights? No, man. Um, I think uh, I adapt to that. Um, just a, just another day uh, in the office, you know. Um, yep. At the start, when I was at one championship and throughout the all other fights, I was like, man, I was like shivering my nuts off. <laughs> and sweating, and I'm not even doing anything. I'm sitting there watching the fights and I'm sweating. My palms are like full weak and everything. So, These weak arms are heavy. <laughs> yeah, man, I was fucking vomiting my mum's spaghetti. <laughs> Somebody, 
you, you care for their health and well-being, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, as I said, Edward was a friend of mine. Yep. Um, he's a friend of mine, sorry. And when you see stuff, even when I'm not fighting and I'm watching fights, and yeah. you know that they're friends, yeah. and get, even get knocked out or they get seriously hurt, it's just a natural instinct to just care for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a tough kill to swallow, man. Freaking, I, I knocked out one of my good friends, you know? Yeah. Spent, spent a whole week with this guy in um, L.A. and we got to know each other, you know? So, yeah. and every single fight of mine, he's been there. Yeah. Whereas, he's, like, his, his teammates were fighting on the same card. So, it was like, he, he supported me all the way. So, it was that natural friendship. Yeah. Um, it wasn't fake or anything like that. So, um, yeah, when I knocked him out... Um, yeah, just the way he fell, and I was like, next reaction, just you gotta finish it until the ref jumps in, ref jumped in. And I seen that he was out, man. Uh, as soon as I stepped up, I was like, oh man, I just knocked him out. So I went to go grab his mouth guard out, and I, yep. and I just helped, helped him. And uh, in my head, the freaking ref is there, the doctor's there, they're more professional than yeah. I am in this situation. But um, yeah, um, they pushed me back, I just stayed back, and I was like, fuck, man, that's. It was a tough pill to swallow, but it is what it is. I'm yeah. sure he'll be in the same situation if it happened to me. Yeah, of course. And so obviously that was in Manila, and you know that was a it was a huge crowd. Um, will your next fight be in Saigon, Vietnam? I wish, man. I, I wish. <laughs> We're just waiting on freaking permits. It's still illegal in Vietnam. Oh. These guys need to step it up. Dude, <laughs> they, do they know that? Um, you know, Vietnamese like freaking. World champion. That's you know, right, man. Home and <laughs> Dude. Australia, you know, so. I heard you were talking to uh, to Kung Lee the other day. Yeah, yeah, no, Kung Lee's been messaging me like basically every second day, man, just to check up for me. He's like being a mentor to me. He's old now. He doesn't compete no more, but he's um he's writing the Ali Act, man, to get the fighters um what they deserve. Yeah, nice. In terms of pay and you know um, getting looked after and everything like that, so. That's that's his main focus at the moment is getting getting an act out there to look after other fighters. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, he's just being a mentor to me. Look, he's, there's a lot of shit that went that happened, and you know, um, there's a lot of disagreements when it came to the Vietnamese community. And um, bro, it was just freaking. He was just there by my by my side ever since I um, I faced Marat. You know, so. Awesome. Yeah, bro. Do you think if the Ali Act ever came through, what would that mean for you? What would you do? Well, apparently it gives fighters more of an opportunity to get paid just as well as the boxers do. But, um, look, I'm not in this for... Look, the money does come with it, um, and the fame does come with it, but for me, it's purely for myself. I want to be the best mixed martial artist I can be and inspire the the now generation and the younger generation. If they can take a bit of inspiration from my journey, man, I'm happy. And so, in in the future, you know, being being friends with with Kung Lee, you got any movie deals happening? Dude, oh shit! <laughs> message me for months for uh, a cameo in the movie. Yeah. Dude, I've got messages from people in Vietnam, directors and that, wanting to source out like a like a um, a role deal with me in their movie. What? Do that shit, man! Come on. I'm like, bro, I can't actually. Yeah, you can. <laughs> You can do it, man. I've seen you. You. <laughs> Yo, you just stand in front of the mirror and just like shadow box in front of the mirror before the before you go out, man. Yeah, all these opportunities are coming, man. Like, um, I'm purely gonna focus on this career, and you know what? Afterwards, maybe. But um, I'll take one step at a time, man. Do you have a Do you have a major sponsor on board yet? 
Um, the only major sponsor um, sponsors that have been looking after me um, are the, the typical three that I've always had for the last few fights now. So it's Bad Boy. Yeah. Um, they reached out to me randomly and now have been supporting supporting me throughout most of my fights now. Yeah. Um, and I've got Century Australia, which is like a martial arts supply gear yeah. uh, in New South Wales, Moorbank. Um, yeah, the guy just, he owns like a KMA as well. He looks after all his fighters and, you know, he started looking after me. Yeah. Um, so I'm thankful for that. And also Sargon Sports Club, bro, they reached out. Yeah, represent. Yeah, bro. They, they reached out and they look after uh, the Vietnamese community, man, and Vietnamese fighters all over the world, not just me. So, oh, that's unreal. Um, man, they, man, they stepped it up big time. And, uh, man, what a, like, the guys over there, I haven't, I've only met the, one of the big bosses, um, Face to face once, yeah. and he was in my corner um, at the start of the year against Yokota. Yeah, and that was the first time I met him backstage because he had one of his fighters on the card as well. Yeah, and um, yeah, bro, he was just talking to me about man, massive opportunity for you over in Vietnam. We're gonna get you over there. And wow. Yeah, it is what it is, but um, do that shit, bro. After me since that fight, man, it's freaking awesome, man. Oh, dude, that's unreal. Bro, does it? I feel like um, Kong Lee might be sort of looking for towards you to sort of kind of like a passing the torch um, to represent, man. Um, you know, like is it is it like a thing of where he's sort of gone on a little bit late after the Dojo Life podcast um, reached out <laughs> yeah. to you first? Oh, yeah, oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like. Um, uh, I know, man. You know what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm, I'm conflicted right now, man. You know, I love Kong, man. <laughs> nah, he's a like, man. He's very inspiring, man. When it comes to the Vietnamese community, he works like he backs me up, man. I've been copying shit uh, a lot from the Vietnamese community as well. So, oh really? He's he's just writing shit like we're gonna stick together. Um, it makes us stronger that way if we support one another. Is it just the flag thing that the, that they're um, giving you shit about? Yeah, yeah. So basically. I walked out with the um, walked out with the uh, the South Vietnamese flag, yeah. Um, and to to correct my blacklist uh, from Vietnam, <laughs> I had to walk out with the Viet Cong flag. Yeah. Um, and in doing so, man, I got I copped a lot of hate, man. I, I know I was I knew I was gonna cop it, but dude, I got family over there. Yeah. Um, I still want to see my family over there, and the government wasn't gonna let me in because. Of that um, the first um, incident, you know. So, well, um, you know what, man? It's, it's it's our national symbolism now. It's, uh, that's our flag. That's what people know us uh, from. You know, when they see that flag, they know it's Vietnam, yeah. Vietnam flag. You know, so it's a tricky one, man. What it is? The past is the past. You got to move forward now. Um, man, this is this is the this is the new generation now, bro. So yeah. people gave me shit because um, I carried that flag out, um, but it was for multiple reasons, bro. So. No one would ever understand. Yep. Um, uh, in terms of copying shit from everyone, that's yeah, that's the main thing I've been copying shit with. But you know what? Mm -hmm. the, your words won't, won't break me, man. It won't change the person, man. Yeah, I think it's only it a small percentage. End, huh? It's just a small percentage, man, that, that are talking shit online, man. Don't worry, I wouldn't worry about it, mate. I'd never worry about that shit. <laughs> Don't worry, Chong over here is the biggest fanboy. Yo, man, I was like, I was messaging Martin like crazy, man. Like, Kung Lee ain't got shit, man. I'm Have you got him blocked yet? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Martin. Thanks, thanks heaps for um, for jumping on the show with us. Uh, we know you've got the you also got the little one still running around. <laughs> <laughs> this is, my missus have stepped up and taken care of that one. Again. Oh, by the way, man, your post-fight speech um, against Edward was like one of the classiest ones I've seen probably as of late, man. Um, just giving you a shout out to um, your wife and um, you know also you know your kind words about Edward after you know going toe to toe with him, man. Like that was one of the classiest things. Like, have you had um, many people sort of approach you about your speech, like about the the um, post-fight interview alone? No, no, no. Everyone's been messaging me like, all right, you knocked back. I had people even afterwards when I went to the shopping center Mall of Asia and all that. They go, look, you broke our heart yesterday, but we love you so much because of your sportsmanship and the way you are. Don't change, don't ever change. Be humble and all that shit. Like, I, I cop a lot of messages that way, like. We need more fighters like you on this planet. Too many fighters, too too many people being cocky. And but at the end of the day, man, it's all about real money. It's martial arts, bro. You go, you go to like your own gym. You walk upstairs, bro. You're not gonna say I wanna knock you out today. I wanna start cheering about it, man. If it happens, it happens. You you still gotta show that respect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta put respect on it. <laughs> put some respect on your name, man. That's right. it, bro. Nah. But um, yeah, a lot of people have been messaging me, man, and um. It's good, bro. You know, it's 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 good that they can take um, like my like. I don't like to say that I'm humble. People see that I'm humble, and that's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like they can see it and they take it upon as inspiration for themselves. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, that's awesome, man. We're going to be giving your boy Reese Lightning McLaren a call soon too. Hey, Reese! <laughs> any uh, anything yeah. anything happened in Manila? Any any juicy stories? I mean, uh, Reese for Reese? Nah, no, man, it was just <laughs> I've never seen him so skinny in my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're having breakfast together together every morning. I'm like, dude, you know, just have a bit of that cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He's gonna train after. He goes, nah. He looks like he goes, oh yeah, maybe I should. In his mind, it's like someone slapped him. He goes, oh, no, maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> I almost won. I almost made him eat it. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any uh, advice for Reese for his uh, pickup lines for him? <laughs> oh, for pickup lines, fire out. The guy was with us at the club afterwards. And two, five minutes in, everyone started to get loose and Reese left. He goes, man, you got to hang around for the party, bro. <laughs> the party stepped up. <laughs> No worries, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have a chat to him about that later. (laughs) Yeah, the boys. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Thanks, Martin.